Welcome to Have You Got the Guts to Be Really Healthy by Don Chisholm. Chapter 1. What does being really healthy mean? What are the warning signs that I am not healthy? What changes do I need to make to experience real health? These questions and more will be answered in Chapter 1. Enjoy the series. Have You Got the Guts to Be Really Healthy? by Don Chisholm. Part 1. Chapter 1. Real Health. Being really healthy is a feeling of energy and strength at your core. It allows you to face each day with confidence, security and optimism. You wake up early and stay alert all day. If you don't identify with this definition, you are not experiencing real health. Would the following describe you better? Uh, it's a bit of a slow start in the morning uh, until that first coffee. I often have restless nights, so I could do with some extra sleep and an afternoon energy boost. The waistline and the vigour, uh, not what they used to be. And I suppose the short-term memory loss and the poor bowel movements are just age creeping up on me. My workload seems to be increasing and takes more energy out of me. Uh, by the time I get home, I just want to slump on the couch. If you can relate to the second description more than the first, then this book is going to give you the practical information that could change your life. Most people who simply make it through each day regard themselves as being reasonably healthy. But are they? Serious illness doesn't happen overnight. Some take decades to appear. Being really healthy is a state where illness cannot get a foothold. With a strong immune system and body cells bathed in nutrition, Illness is far less likely. People generally state that they feel fine or okay, but what are they actually comparing their feelings to? What are they using as a benchmark? If they've set the bar low, then the acceptance of how they feel, even if it's poorly, is regarded as normal. They could be right saying they feel on top when the bar is lying on the ground. After surveying hundreds of friends and acquaintances, Don came to the conclusion that very few people know what it is like to be really healthy. They look good and seem to cope, but deep down inside, they are not feeling as well as they try to appear. The Health Scale. With your CD set, there should be a copy of The Health Scale. Have a look at it and see where you would fit on The Health Scale, as it's a good indication of where you are right now. Have a good look and imagine what it would be like to go one or two rungs up the ladder of the health scale. Hopefully, by the end of this audio presentation, you will have the tools and knowledge of what it takes to be really healthy. Now, let's face it, there are very few who are up there on the first few rows. Most of us do not know we could be feeling any better, because we've never been there. What if the level of health you have at the moment is not your optimum health? How would you feel if your health could be raised to a higher level? One, two, or more rungs higher. If you're disappointed with where you fall on the scale right now, take heart. By acknowledging your current state of health, you are now ready for the first step towards securing a more healthy future. Congratulations! The first step is to read the warning signs your body is giving you. What are the warning signs that are not really healthy? Warning signs manifest as symptoms, and they're your body's way of letting you know something's wrong. Some of the more common signs, mentioned in a few moments, are symptoms that we've just gotten used to, dealing with, on a daily basis. 
Do you feel any of the following regularly? Tired. Oh, I'm slow to arise. I need that afternoon nap or energy lift. I can get through the day, but effort is required to keep going. Temperamental. My temper's a bit shorter these days. Emotional. I'm a, a little more emotional than I used to be. I cry easily. Poor digestion. After I eat, food seems to sit under my ribcage and I feel bloated. I don't open my bowels two hours after eating anymore and my stools can be very soft or very hard or like little balls. Wind and bloating. Normal for me. Poor memory. I'm a bit more forgetful than I used to be. I forget names and phone numbers. I can't always remember where I put things. I sometimes lose words in the middle of a conversation. Weight problems. I don't seem to be able to lose those extra pounds. Or, I'm too skinny and my bones protrude. Poor breathing. Going up the stairs is harder these days. I get out of breath easily. High sugar requirements. I have such a sweet tooth. I can't stop after just a few pieces of chocolate. Often, I eat the whole block. Lack of libido. I just don't feel up to it like I used to. Poor circulation. I often have cold hands or feet. I sometimes need socks on when I go to bed. High stress levels. It's not as easy to handle the pressure these days. Joints not as flexible. I get a little stiff and my joints and muscles don't have the flexibility they used to have. If you answered yes to three or more of these warning signs, it is an indication that you could be moving towards a serious situation. This list contains just a few of the warning signs that health is slipping away. There are scores more warning signs, but they can appear so subtly that we do not notice them creeping on. It's only when we're woken up with a sudden jolt, such as a diagnosis or disease, that we realize that the unnoticed condition had been slowly developing away. Some diseases can be building up for decades before they're recognized. So instead of justifying warning signs with statements like, oh, I'm just getting old, or I've had this for years, make the decision to view your symptoms as the urgent warning signs that they are. Uncomfortable symptoms do not just happen unless there is something out of balance. Men are worse at pushing these warning signs aside than women. However, time and workload often prevent both sexes from pursuing these signs and fixing the underlying problem. There is a reason for all illnesses and an answer for all warning signs. If you can fix the real cause of an illness and fix it early on, the problem will improve and should never become a disease if acted on successfully. What changes do I need to make to experience real health? Accept change. Change is not easy for some people. Fear of change stops people from attempting to make a difference. Many fear the stress of implementing a new lifestyle. But what is the alternative? Serious illness will hit you with a far worse lifestyle change than getting healthy. And there are no real benefits in being seriously ill. How better is it then to put your energies into the present so you can have a real chance at securing a healthy future that will allow you the pleasure of reaping the benefits that only a long, healthy life can provide. Change your lifestyle. To experience real health, you must change your lifestyle. 
but don't let this put you off. It is achievable. Unfortunately, most people in the Western world are not really healthy, let alone vital. Our lifestyles have been geared towards eating chemically-laced foods in a highly stressful environment. We unwittingly use many products every day that are highly toxic or just not good for us. As a result of our processed and highly stressful lifestyles, we end up wasting much time, money and other resources counteracting the effects of the pollution we put into our bodies. To experience true health, we have to get back to a diet and lifestyle that was used by a population without the diseases we have today. You may have to give up some things, but once you get the taste for the alternative, it's a very pleasant surprise, not to mention the additional energy and zest that comes with an improved lifestyle. We'll discuss optimum nutrition in parts two and three. Real health is achievable, but it depends on the individual to do what is required. You can't stay sober if you drink. You can't be toxin-free if you eat toxic food. You can't beat a sugar craving by eating sweets. You can't be hydrated if you don't drink water. You will never find true health if you're not prepared to change your lifestyle and put into your body what it needs and reject what it doesn't need. Change your mindset. If you believe that nothing will make you feel better, then nothing will. You need to suspend disbelief long enough to give your body the best chance it can get. Doing nothing will only make your health go backwards. Doing something positive will make it go forwards. Your future is your choice. We are currently led by some to believe that when you get old, you get an illness that kills you, or that the age you will reach is determined by good or bad genes. This is the very mindset we have to eradicate if we're going to make a difference to our health and the health of future generations. It was once believed that the human body could not run a mile in less than four minutes. For years this belief was a benchmark until Roger Bannister ran the distance in 3 minutes 59.4 at Oxenford in the UK in 1954. Only 46 days later, John Landy of Australia surpassed the new record with a 357.9. By the end of 1957, another 16 runners had broken the four-minute mile. Could any of these runners have outrun the four-minute mile if they believed that was beyond the peak possibility for human performance? What Don wants you to get out of this book is the action you need to take now so you can live to a ripe old age. Even if people in your family have generally lived into their 90s, it doesn't automatically mean that you will. Sure, good genes are a great foundation, but your relatives, who lived even one generation ago, were not faced with the chemicals and stresses that our modern-day lifestyles are plagued with. But living in this millennium doesn't mean we can't live to a ripe old age. There is so much we can do to ensure a long, healthy and enjoyable life. Imagine being in your 90s with the zest of a teenager, the wit of a comedian, the ability to garden, play bowls or golf, enjoying the outdoors and all this with the knowledge and wisdom of an elderly person. This is living, not simply being kept alive. So, do you have the guts to be healthy? The sooner you realize that you do not have to live with your condition, the sooner you can move towards true health. Case Study Steph Sinton had cabinets full of trophies from bodybuilding competitions. When Don asked him what his goals were, he said that his main goal was to become Mr. World. 
After a conversation Don had with him about the dangers of exercising with an unhealthy body, here Don was referring to the number of overweight and unhealthy-looking specimens working out in his gym, he agreed to have a checkup at Don's clinic. He came with his training partner, and after doing the checkups, Don asked them, How many people in this sport do you know who've had heart attacks? The reply was, Lots. It happens all the time. Don was not surprised. Both their tests were the worst that he'd ever seen. Both these men were extremely fit and winning tournaments. But Don saw a completely different side. He saw two sports people who were in seriously poor shape internally. They were both so bad that a stroke or heart attack was not out of the question. But what would these men have said if Don asked them if they thought they were really healthy? Steph decided to follow Don's nutritional program and his testimonial is a simple one. He won Mr. World that year, 1994, and went on to win Mr. Universe two years later. He admits that he could never have achieved this with the condition his body was in when Don first met him. I hope you enjoyed the overview of real health. This chapter contained a health scale, a scale where you can determine where you actually stand in regards to being healthy. When you find out where you stand on the health scale, you'll be able to set goals which will help you rise to a higher level, quite often to levels that you may not have seemed achievable. The health scale can be found at probioticfoods.com.au forward slash health scale. Fill out the scale and see where you stand as a benchmark to where you came from.